afternoon. Hey, how's it? I'm good, and you? Good, good. Can't complain. All right. I uh, thank, thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. It's my first time using this, so I, I was actually worried. Oh, oh, I, I totally understand. It's Hello. okay. Thank you so much for this. You learn new things every day. Yeah, every day is a day to learn and be innovative. <laughs> that is true. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls, I'm joined by a broadcaster and general manager of Careers Magazine, Nko Kelly Lindazo. I said it right. Yes, Nko Kelly Lindazo. That's it. All right. He joins me in this conversation to talk about all things Career Magazine. Uh, this publication is catered for individuals aged between 18 and 35, and it offers mentorship, negotiation skills, networking, as well as ways in which one can actually navigate their corporate space. That is true. Um, I want to know, because I think the first copy I ever saw of this magazine was when it was still Destiny Careers. When did the move or the transition happen? So the transition happened between April and May. Um, that's when, because those were our last editions with Destiny. So then the publisher went, you know, his separate way with the previous publisher of Destiny because they were in a partnership together. So now then the separation happened in such a way that uh, our publisher, Mpomazi Badela, um, then opted to venture into uh, being the lone publisher for careers. And then we just swapped you know, lost the name Destiny and we just went with Careers Magazine. So that's when the shift happened. Hence, our inaugural rebrand issue uh, was the June one, which we dropped on June 16, featuring uh, the Mokolo family and the Makosa dynasty. Oh, okay. And I, I was kind of blown away when I realized that um, the Makosa cover uh, was actually a selfie. Yes, yes, yes. You do know that we're living through a pandemic. So that in itself presents a lot of challenges, especially for us in the world of work. So it was very difficult for us to, you know, uh, bring, even now, it's still very difficult for us to bring things together uh, from an organizational perspective. And having a shoot during a pandemic is the most stressful thing ever because the regulations, obviously, social distancing practices. And in fact, that then minimizes your crew during a shoot. So when we were thinking about all these dynamics um, and we were supposed to, in fact, we were scheduled to have a shoot with uh, the, the Ngokolo family, we then took a conscious decision. And I attribute this idea to our editor-in-chief, Opel Boshoma Nitsotets. She's the one that Jen suggested and said, hey, guys, we're a young magazine, we're a daring magazine. And if we pride ourselves in that, then why don't we just take a bold move and just take a selfie, which is what young people like us do on a day-to-day basis. And let's mm. use that as a cover. And being as daring as we are, we then took her up on that and said, actually, you know, to actually have a selfie as a cover. So we just went with that and it worked. A lot of people actually commended it and said they didn't even notice it was a selfie, you know. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty also happy that we teamed up with a family such as the Mokolo family, which is also very young at heart. 
um, and they were also very much excited with the idea. So it could have, because I mean, it's both ways. You know, it could have been a situation whereby we suggest the selfie, and they could have also not been comfortable with that to say, yeah. yeah but you know, but luckily enough, they were also bold enough and daring enough to say, hey, this is cool. Let's do it. And when I look at your issues, like I think now you are on the July issue with Bongani Chinganda, right? Chinganda, yes. 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 Brilliant, brilliant oak. Uh, and this was also, you know, poetic justice because if you look at his, not without giving away too much, because I really urge you, if you're listening to, to go check out the story, it's a very, very beautiful story. And one that does not necessarily romanticize entrepreneurship, but encourages it. And that's a, that's, a, that's a beautiful thing that Bongani did. And it's a beautifully written piece by our editor-in-chief, Opel. Uh, the, the story of Bongani speaks to us and we resonate with, with his story and what he does because Bongani is a youth marketing specialist. Um, mm. he's, wor- he's worked previously with um, HDI, you know, and, you know, it, his, his brand positioning spoke directly to what we do. In fact, most of the campaigns he works on um, he was actually laughing and saying, "Hey guys, my audience is actually your audience. So this is this is crazy." Um, and he was actually even saying, "Hey, man, we need to collaborate." Uh, so it, it just made sense, you know, uh, because you know having a story as inspiring as his story, and as someone who's uh, so rich in culture. I mean, if you read his story, you'll realize even his background itself is just so rich in culture. I think it's quite an inspiring story that deserved to be a cover. Yes, because I think one thing that Career Magazine does very perfectly, it is to be bold, um, unconventional and disruptive as well. I love that. I love that. That's exactly what we stand for. And even with our cover stars, we are very deliberate in how we move. Because, look, for for a long time, magazine cover stars in our country um, have always been celebrities and I, we have nothing against celebrities by yeah. the way. Um, however with us we 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 are very much in, intentional in moving symbolically to say you know it's not only ce- celebrities who are doing stuff you know there's normal human beings that are unknown that are making major moves influential moves and inspiring other young people coming after them and these are the people that you should know and most often at times these are people that are known within niche uh, markets or communities so what we're trying to do is break those niche you know borders to say hey south africa if you are looking for a youth marketing specialist here's the guy to look out for yes because i remember um she said with destiny what they do is they don't put a celebrity on unless they have a business because destiny is for business and relevance is always key in everything that is supposed to be done Mm. Yeah, w- with us, with us, it's not a, a matter of you know relevance per se. Uh, with us, it's as I said, you know, we're very intentional in how we move. So if it makes sense for what we're trying to achieve, because what we also try and always do is align our cover star to our editorial approach that specific month. You know, mm. um, with us, with most magazines, for example. Um, you would ask the question when you see a cover star you'd say what has this person done right and with us it's a different question we want you to ask what is this person doing and that's a very important difference for us um you know because 
we are a young magazine so that means we are an active magazine so even our cover stars need to be active actively building the country actively building an industry actively building a career and that's exactly what we stand for so if you are looking for you know our cover stars and you're wondering as to what goes into becoming a cover star for careers magazine those are the things or the aspects that we look at to say what is this person actively doing to build and take forward this specific career never mind their job or their company mm So when it comes to careers now there are those that are said to be niche and there are those that people kind of consider to be dead so as a magazine how do you resuscitate the hope of your readers who have such niche fears I like that question because you know it's not for us to decide um mm. what we are here for is to empower our reader with knowledge and information so that they make an informed decision so what we would do is you know do as much research on the so called dead careers for example or niche careers whatever you want to call them and just you know hand the dish them out in 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 the form of a magazine and then the reader would actually go through the information process the information and we do believe that the reader is smart enough to make an informed decision after having the relevant information they need about a specific career so we don't want to take the stance of saying that we know better and therefore what we say goes we want to take the stance of the big sister who is advising you know their little cousin their little brother their little you know just to say hey man if you're looking to go in this direction this is it this is the information that you need uh, whether or not it's a viable career path to take you would decide on that based on knowing the facts about the career path all right and i think from what you've just said i got at that one respect the reader they'll respect you mm. and another thing is know the role of publishing in placing our stories at center stage Mm, I like that. That's exactly that's exactly what we stand for. You know, we we know our place and you know, we we don't impose. Um ours is just to guide. And guidance, you know, goes hand in hand with giving someone the responsibility. You know, you do not impose the responsibility or impose decision making. So for us that's a very important component for us. So have you now switched fully to digital platform or you're still going back to print once magazines are seen as essentials there's something beautiful about print um you know even though people say print is dying but i think you would agree with me that there's just something magical about holding and even smelling a hard copy that yes. smell of print is just you know it just does wonders to one and we at careers magazine if there's one thing we all have in common as a team is we are obsessed with print we love print you know we all avid readers ourselves so um we do uh intend on going on shelf in the in the foreseeable future in fact we are in discussions with our printers and our distributors as we speak uh it looks like by the looks of things and that is all dependent on how the negotiations go it looks mm-hmm. like by around september we should be on on shelf um so we do intend on being on shelf even though in terms of discussing how much volume would be on shelf you know that's i think those are part of the discussions right now 
but in terms of our distribution line when we're on shelf we we're hitting most parts of the sadic region so you'll find us in lesotho you'd find us in namibia you'd find us in zimbabwe you'd find us in south africa so that's always been the goal right to to also start penetrating you know our continent slowly but surely so we're starting by penetrating our region which is the sadic region and then ultimately we'll move towards north of the of of the continent and look at you know aspects uh, countries such as your ghana's you know countries such as your rwanda's countries such as your nigeria's you know um and ultimately mm-hmm. look into that what we are currently doing and speaking of that is we're currently actually attracting contributors from those regions um for example within our july issue actually there is an article from a guy a zimbabwean guy brilliant civil engineer um he wrote a piece around civil engineering uh, and it's a definite must read especially if you are considering getting into that field or even just out of interest and you're wondering what the field is about he broke it down so easily um you know you know that was just a moment for us to also you know show our intention of penetrating the continent even from a contributor's perspective i mean we also had in this july edition contributions from a guy who is in um seattle in the us um you know he's a south african guy but now he lives there he he studied there and you know and and it's just a a symbolic move for us to to say we're trying to not only you know uh have a a myopic scope in terms of our approach but you know we're broadening the spectrum and the demographics and the viewpoint from a perspective you know of the reader so that when you read you're not only getting the south african context but you're getting a global context mm, mm. and i think when you said there's something ab- magical about having a print a print copy um i remember some time i think you did mention it too that 10 years ago there was a saying that print media will be dead and i think some people might think it is becoming a reality because we saw a number of publications in south africa such as bona and cosmopolitan actually close mm. yeah i mean you know the, the jury is out there the question would be is print media really troubled or uh, there is well, just I wouldn't say that I think or there just look, no content ultimately it's all about your business model um I think that's where it all boils down to um a lot of people would, would I think from a from a layman's perspective it it is viewed you know as though you know it's a print issue but you know if you dig deeper you'd find that you know it has sometimes to do with the business approach and in fact I I do believe that it has most to do with the business approach that's just my opinion um so we are cognizant of all those closing downs and you know us being as young and and some might call naive and as daring and as bold as we are we actually see that as as an opportunity you know um we can't let the status quo remain so why the magazines are closing down so that means there shouldn't be any magazines on shelf um we say no to that that so so we are we are looking at innovative ways of sustaining our magazine and the business and ensuring that people still have 
the luxury or even the not even luxury actually the the choice of having magazines and magazines that speak to their you know their needs as human beings and we do believe that our magazine does speak to human needs especially in the south african context especially within the youth context so we're not necessarily you know scared uh, whilst it is sad for us uh, and I, i must acknowledge that you know it 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 is quite you know hardening to see magazines you grew up to um closing down as a result of you know the pandemic most of them and some just you know business closing shop and 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 it's it's just sad you know because ultimately you would want to compete with those stalwarts yeah. of magazines in the market you know uh just to also affirm your place in the market So for us um we're not necessarily glad that they're closing down if anything we're very much sad that it's closing down and in fact we also even took a stance to say hey guys what is it that we can do to also help the industry because it means with the closure of these magazines the industry is also at risk um in a sense that what's going to happen to all those journalists who used to write for those magazines what's going to happen to the editors you know So we need to also try yeah, and play our part yeah. in ensuring that we play our role in that. So what we've decided to do is we've decided to look into, you know, let's look into opening up our contributors list and maybe get some of those guys to contribute into our magazine, you know, just so that at least we can help out in in, in either directly or indirectly. All right. Um, I want to know how do the revenue streams differ from uh, print and digital platform, or are they the same? Um, some might argue that digital gives you way more reach, uh, but that must be accompanied by you know marketing that speaks to that. So, uh, you know, people have argued that you know with digital at least you can reach the entire globe, so you can have someone in Germany buying your magazine. but it would take someone in germany knowing about your magazine before they actually even buy it so that's why i say that you know your marketing also needs to accompany you know your your targeted areas and regions um so some might also argue that you know with print um because it's physically there at the store your chances are increased for someone to actually take a chance and actually buy the copy you know so it's a it depends on what which side of the fence you you look at i personally see opportunity in both um i think you know if you if you if you do your groundwork very well and you approach it very very well both can actually yield great results for you i mean print itself is is way easier i'm not going to lie uh, from a convenience perspective it's cheaper for the business um print is actually a bit more expensive for the business however you know there are you know benefits to having print and there are benefits to having online so i guess you know it's a it's a, it's a win win in some way depending on how you look at it but i'd like to look at it from a win win perspective with both and i'd like to have both actually all right because i always maintain that um a content based business can actually not die when we're actually in a content based era and speaking of wage your brand is expanding i think you are launching yes. Uh, yes. a broadcasting platform sometime in august platform, uh, which will be visuals based um so we're looking into you know expanding on the content and transcribing some of the magazine content into visual elements so we will be having lengthier format visual 
um, you know, platforms on this broadcast platform. So um, we are expanding just to ensure that the content is easier and relatable. Um, and for us, it's just a matter of just saying, hey, man, let's make this content as easy as it possibly can from a, you know, from a consumption perspective. We do know that young people love visuals. So we're just relaying in more of that, you know, um, just just to add on that, you know, everything that we do, we we base it on research. We do our very own internal research and we're very big on that. So we've also noticed that with most of our videos that we take out regarding the content in the magazine, people gravitate to the videos a lot more. So we're like, okay, we need to actually do more of this and create a platform where we can expound on these mm. videos. So it's just it's just essentially doing that. So we're going to be launching that in August. Um, and we're pretty much excited about that because right now, as we speak, we are busy shooting content for that. Uh, actually, <laughs> as we talk, me and you, I'm actually on site uh, at a shoot. Uh, the, the guys are shooting something. So expect something big in August. All right. So you spoke of contributors towards uh, different issues. How do you select your contributors? For us, it's very what, important um, to be young. What qualities should they have? I think it goes without saying. Um, we we not to say that we don't work with old people, but uh, mm-hmm. young people take first precedence. Um, take first preference. Sorry. Um, and it it it's very very imperative that you must have somewhat of a writing background. Um, we do stress quality. Um, quality is very important to us. And research. Research is a very, very important component for us. Because, I mean, if you are writing for careers, careers is, you know, different careers are different disciplines. So, you know, credibility is a big thing. Uh, we, I mean, we have scholars reading our magazine, you know, beyond the different audience reaches that we have. So you'd still need to maintain a certain level of integrity in the writing. So quality is very, very big on that. So you need to encapsulate um, good research, good writing. Uh, You must have some experience in writing, um, you know, and essentially be very much bold to be able to take upon our crazy ideas because we have some crazy ideas when it comes to content and editorial approach. Um, so you need to be open-minded in that regard. But essentially what we do is we have a healthy rotation system in terms of how we, we engage contributors. There are those contributors that are reoccurring, that we have them month to month. Um, and that is simply because our editor, I mean, it's her prerogative after all. You know, our editor is very much comfortable working with some of those. But we, we also took a conscious decision to say a certain portion of the contributors has to be new people and that's where the opportunity lies just so that we can also do our bit in empowering other young writers out there who are you know seeking work um who are currently freelancing so so i think if you're listening and you're a writer do reach out to us um we do send out briefs monthly every month to different types of writers so i guess it's a matter of you just getting onto our database so you can uh, email us at info at careersmagazine.co.za All right, because oh, I think uh, I've yes. seen Sisha yes. Bulani. Yes. She Sisha is, is one your of our many contributors. Um, and Sisha is one of those who are reoccurring because um, our chief sub uh, and our editor are very much, you know, comfortable working with people like Sisha. 
Alright, so now that you're not on shelves, how can people purchase the magazine? You won't miss it as soon as you land onto our website. Um, there should be a pop-up and the nice thing about our website is that we're trying to build and establish a relationship with our readers so please when you get into our website create an account the easiest thing about creating an account is that when the specials we can actually send you some specials some deals you get them first and beyond that uh, so you do know that when you download the magazine it actually gives you in like a pdf format or you can actually flip read it onto the website itself um, the beauty about creating an account is that if for whatever reason, let's say you had downloaded the magazine onto your device and you lose your device, right? If you have an account, whenever you log onto your account, everything that you've downloaded mm-hmm. or bought onto our site, it remains there under your account. So that's the beauty of it. So it's also establishing a relationship with our reader base. So I'd like to encourage you when you get into our website, just please register. Um, it takes you maximum five minutes honestly it just needs your name email and that's it you know um, and then you create a password and then you're in um, and then you can buy the magazine there for 50 rand um, it's an easy process similar to online purchasing and once also we have your details there you can you know save them so that whenever you make purchases it's just a click away All right. Um, thank you very much for joining me and all the best with your career moves. I think what this magazine actually does, it is to give the young people a voice. It is to bridge so the gap true. amongst Khalifan, different so societal hierarchies. For, you know, this amazing platform. And thank you so much to people like you that are also pushing the boundary. I know the podcast is fairly new. But even you taking the decision to actually start the podcast for us is a plus because we need more and more voices within the market and more young voices at that. So kudos to you and thank you for the platform. Cheers. All right. They are doing pretty well and I hope you also enjoyed this particular episode where I was joined by my favorite um, general manager and broadcaster, Kelly Lindazo. I think if you're from US, you probably know a lot about him. And he is quite a mastermind. He's so brilliant. And I was really thrilled to have had him on this particular episode. And I'm like, goodness gracious me, this podcast is doing so well, way more than I had ever thought. Our footprint has really you know increased and i'm like this is wonderful news to think i only started this podcast as a way to kind of keep myself sane and now when i get the feedback from people with regard to the past episodes particularly the one about african spirituality i'm like this is incredible i'm doing something that is feeling so meaningful to me and i'm really grateful for that so thank you very much guys for listening for listening uh thank you for your loyalty thank you for the love man i'm I'm really grateful to all of you for always keeping in touch like all that you do and remember to follow me on all my social media platforms i'm around instagram it is salafang underscore m i'm on twitter it is at hmagwetlane on facebook it is at salafang obviously 
and yeah that's pretty much it don't forget to grab your copy of careers magazine at www.careersmagazine.co.za and while you are there don't forget to subscribe open an account so that you can get the monthly updates and all the goodies that they will be having for you as i dash out thank you once again for having joined me it is conversations with salafam magwetlan and i'm leaving you with a banger by tones and i this is dance monkey Before they say, move for me, move for me, move for me.